This one is called the pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Yes. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. That is correct. I'm Daryl. I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from Chobo Studios in beautiful... Van Nuys, California. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it's an unexpected blossom in the middle of beautiful Van Nuys. There is a rose in Spanish Harlem. (laughs) 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 And we're sitting in it, folks. Yes. So, uh, Ed, you got some news. Great news. What is it? So everyone knows we've stepped boldly. As uh, Unity Online Radio closed their doors uh, uh, quite unexpectedly, we thought we were going to have a terrible Zoom corporate meeting about expectations. <laughs> and it turned and moving out, forward. <laughs> <laughs> turned out to be closing their doors. In two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, who was it? Cedric the Entertainer was talking to Jerry Seinfeld, and he was, and he was saying how... You know, when Seinfeld ended, there was like a whole three months of the end of Seinfeld, and it was on billboards, he said. He said, not on the Steve Harvey show. He said, I showed up for work one day and said, Steve, what's that cake for? He said, that's it, dude. The show got canceled. So we got the Steve Harvey version of the canceling. And <laughs> but as a result, we've stepped boldly out, on, and we have a Patreon um, site where you can contribute to the show monthly at patreon.com forward slash funniest thing. Uh, pa- Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash funniest thing. We got a few new Patreon supporters this week. Yeah, and I just want to let everyone know we greatly appreciate. We we don't even, not only do we greatly appreciate whatever you donate to the show, we actually feel that you're part of the show. Yeah, and oh, it, for sure, one hundred percent. And as little as um, five dollars a month really goes a long way. In, That's right. And the two of us being able to. Um, to continue yeah. doing the show because we love doing it and we love having you along with us. That's right. And we brought um, Jeff Comfort along with us. So he's on the Funniest Thing payroll. That's right. Uh, we also have Indy Fawcett here at Chobo Studios there producing these uh, shows for us. And um, yeah, we're, we couldn't be happier. But again, you can go to patreon.com forward slash funniest thing. This week we got letters with the from our Patreon New Patreon people, Barbara Gallagher Weatherman said, Daryl and Ed, I just joined your Patreon and am so pleased to do so. You bring such value and joy to my life and so many others. I'd frankly be lost without your weekly pep talk. Wow. You ground me and show me the way. You are angels. Love you. Christina Robom from Utah said, yes, guys, stepping out boldly. 
You are amazing, and I'm so grateful for what you're continuing to share in new ways. Love, Robom. And then Kate Flores said, thank you for your show. I'm encouraged every time I listen. You guys are a huge blessing. Well, thank you. Thank you for your contribution to our show. And we really appreciate all the kind words. It's perfect timing because you literally have brightened up our world with, yes. your, with your words and with your support. And, you know, what's today's show called, Daryl? Funniest thing. Guess what? What? It's not just called funniest thing. <laughs> I mean, funniest thing. The title is Brighten Up Your World with our guest, John Waterhouse. That's right. Brighten up yourself and you brighten up your world. God is always for us. Therefore, nothing is against us. We can relax and know that our big breaks are on the path of least resistance. On this episode, Daryl and Ed motivate listeners to switch from striving to loving. When we choose to express love, we bring God into the situation and... During the second segment, jubilant John Waterhouse brightens things up with today's daily word, free. Ah. Man, this is amazing that just recently we, you know, we left, you know, Unity Online Radio, as we mentioned. And then it really occurred to me, we're not Unity ministers. No. We're, we are partakers of Unity, re, the, the teachings. We're huge fans. Our lives have been infinitely blessed, but we're really ministers of the new thought teachings that right. are, are that they come from everywhere and we, we just started talking about science of mind more and, and then we had that amazing interaction with moira fox dr moira fox and her team over at was it redondo, redondo. center for spiritual living yep. and then today we're going to have john waterhouse in the second segment and then i noticed when we talked to john earlier there's a big picture of ernest holmes over his shoulder yes and i always feel like you and i go through these phases where these different teachers speak yes. to us and through us and um Neville Goddard has been one of those yes. new voices of late. And Ernest Holmes, I feel like, has started to come through a lot more. Yes. So I'm very excited about all this. Well, that's what we like about how we uh, approach this. And you know what? Yes. I even have – I'm pretty much can hang my hat on the fact that a lot of the people we talk to who even happen to be ministers of these different um, – Avenues of new thought, yes. whether it's um, science of mind at yes. the Centers for Spiritual Living or Unity, right, or any of the people we come across that we have on as guests. Um, I think the reason we connect with them is because they're not. Um, I was gonna, I'm trying to think of the right word. They're not so myopic in right. their beliefs that right. they take the approach, which I actually heard from. Reverend David McClure, right, you know, thirty something years ago at Diamond Head, where he said, "You know, you take what you can use, and you file the rest for later." Right, you right, know, right. and don't ever think you can't get something. Like, don't just think right. we have the monopoly. Yeah, we don't have the money. Yeah, that was a good thing about David too. You know, he would even he would even say to his Unity Congress, "You know, don't think." We have the monopoly on spirituality. Go out there and be a seeker. Right. Like all these, all the people, that's why I like all the people we have on, because they're all encouraging us to seek. And we discovered John Waterhouse. Yes. From a movie that you could watch on Amazon Prime or Netflix. 
It goes back and forth. Yeah, you never know which one's going to be carrying the movie at any moment. For free. For yeah, free. Yeah, yeah, that's right. At one point, you know, Amazon will charge. At another point, Netflix. But you go back and forth, and you get to watch it as part of your like subscription without having to pay the additional fee. Right. And it's called New Thought, New You. Right. And uh, the, I believe he may be included in the other one, which is What is New Thought? They're right. both by the same producer. But I know he's in New Thought, New You, and we fell in love with him then. Yeah, so we're excited. And today's show is all about brightness up your world really by brightening up yourself by letting your own light shine i mean that's the key to all of this and this this whole show was actually inspired in a bit you know the name of the show and the framing of the show by a reading from Catherine ponder is Catherine ponder she's still alive right yes on palm desert yeah palm desert palm springs anyway she has a book called open up your open your mind to receive Daryl and I, I think we both got ours from Unity of the West Side Bookstore yeah. in Culver City, where we speak every third Sunday. <laughs> you know what's funny? I've been reading these books on and off for so long, and I have so many books that I forgot I already owned it. And bought it again, right? <laughs> I have like three copies of this book. Yeah, I, I know. I finally it's just so put it, I've been putting the books together, and I, I got like four copies of The Game of Life. I'm going, yeah. how did that happen? You know what? Hey. It's working. <laughs> the spirit moves It's multiplying. Yes. The loaves and fishes are multiplying in my bookshelves. Yep. You know uh, Marvin Gaye, that song? If the spirit moves you, let me through. Let your love come down. If you believe in love, let's get it on. When God calls, man, you got to get it you on, just baby. just do it, yeah. Let's get it on, right? Is that the name of that song? I believe it's Let's Get It On. Well, so, but um, well, anyway, so the reading that inspired this. Yeah, it inspired it. But Ed originally just – because we'll send texts back and forth like if we find a reading or something. Right. So Ed shot this text to me early in the week before we yeah. even had a title of the show. And I was like, oh, my God, this is just what I we needed. We both had the same idea. Let's do this song because we were going to do Let the God Times Roll yes. with John Waterhouse. And then – when I we when we put this brighten up your world yes. with John Waterhouse, we know when it like clicks. We both had the same idea because John always does brighten up our world, yes. and uh, so everything came together. We, like we immediately text each other like a few minutes later, yeah. the same thing at the same time. This should be the title of the show. Yeah, I actually texted it to one text thread, and you texted it to yes. the other, and I go, "Oh my god!" So anyway, the, this is actually the last paragraph of a chapter called "Your Gift of a People Consciousness." And it says, brighten up your world, brighten up yourself, brighten up your home and office, get into circulation more, find things to be happy about, remind yourself often, a loving God wants me to be happier than I have ever been before. I have a divine right to be happy, so I claim my happiness now. Then open the channels of your life to receive new people and new good. The results can and will amaze you. What a wonderful way to open your mind to receive. I mean, this goes along with what you said earlier about your body. You want to share oh, that yeah. little, little inspired idea? Yeah. So uh, I've, you know, throughout the course of my lifetime, there's been different times where I apply these principles and what we learn to our thinking to help heal our bodies. Right. You know, whatever the case may be. It could be an injury. It could be a back spasm. Right. You know, breathing, different techniques. Right. And there's always been a little element. Sometimes I could shake it, but most of the time it's there of, and if I'm being completely honest, 
of me trying to coerce my body into healing in my right, mind. Right. So right, even right. though I'm relaxing and God is healing me now, I could tell there's just a little bit of strain, like almost like I feel like I have to make it happen. Yeah, oh, I understand that 100%. Yeah, and I, and I know that's not what the intention is, nor right. does that really help in the healing, but right. at least what I'm doing is moving towards the healing and right. opening my mind to receive the healing. Yes. But just this week, uh, an editor from Keys to Recovery newspaper was in touch with me because I write a column every month for their paper. And she said, you know, I'm sorry I haven't been in touch, but I'm just getting over the flu. Right. And I've just been under the weather and I haven't been sleeping and this and that. So... Out of my text came, your body is taking good care of you. Mm-hmm. And I go, oh, my God. That's the affirmation that for myself yeah. that alleviates right. the feeling of coercion but reinforces the belief that the universal power of harmony and yeah. healing and health is, is already there. Yeah. So now I say when I start to get or feel something or start to feel a concern coming on, I just, you know, my body's taking good care of me. And, wow. it, and it really, that's the whole point of the affirmation. Right. And what it really does, once you end, the, end that call, send that thing to voicemail. We got a call coming through on Daryl's phone. I think the middle button will do it. What it really does is help. See, because we've been conditioned, our brain has been, our mind has been conditioned with all these beliefs. It's unfathomable, unfathomable to part of my conditioned mind that there's a God within that loves me and I am an expression of that love. I am that love so much. I don't have to earn anything. This goes so counter to so many things, right? That, that I've been conditioned to believe that even for Daryl and I who have practiced this stuff for a while, and we get on the show and ah, I can say all this stuff and I let spirit come through. There's still the fact of the matter is that that kind of tape recorder in my head, the programming was not really programmed to live this way. Right. right. And so I'm constantly having to basically get my mind to stand down, get my brain. So I actually did that the other day. I was driving home from I think driving home from work or somewhere. And there's been stuff going on with my wife and her family. It's, it's positive things. It's stirring things up, you know? Right. And so I was like, I got real caught in it the night before. And I got, ah, my, my you know, because it's my wife and I want to, oh, I'm going to defend her. And, I, you know, blah, blah, blah. and I, so I start resenting her, the people involved, you know? Yeah, you're casting but, them as enemies, which is the death nail. As much as that felt like, ah, oh, adrenaline. I know, I hear you. The ya. next morning, I was like, it, I felt so disconnected from God, from myself, that I was like, all right, these things shall not move me. These things shall not move me. So I'm driving home, and I just told my brain, stand down. But my brain's going, but, 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 but. And it's like showing me, this is why you should be mad. This is why. Oh, bah, bah, bah. Yeah. And I said, stand down. I actually thought of, um, what's our friend's name? Ray Zander talked about this, how she treats her mind like a dog that has something that's in its mouth it's going yeah. ah, put it down put it down just put it down drop and it I, and drop i it. did that and i and it was so man what a relief and what a satisfying feeling to realize i mean this is what butterworth and oh. others talked about treat the concern first not the outward part the that's concern right. within ourselves let treat if we treat that part and that's what really brightening up our world bright 
treat the concern because the concern thinks it's the concern part of me thinks it's getting things done, but really it's kind of getting in the way. No, it's it's like a little guy who thinks he's helping and really he's just getting in the way, you know, and there's this wise, you know, the guy who's the guy who's been doing it a long time, he's got his arms folded in the back. Ah, oh, he'll burn himself out when he's done. Let him think he's doing something and then we'll get the real work done. Yes. I was just thinking how as soon as we cast anyone as the enemy, yeah. that's the light to I got to stop right here yeah. and send love. Right. I mean, it really is the antithesis of the solution. Right. When I start casting, the that, because as soon as I cast anyone right. as, we, I'm talking, and it doesn't feel, you know, this is the hypnotic lie. Because mm-hmm. when we start feeling justifiably angry. Right. Because these people are obviously doing things that aren't Right. Right. It's, it's this lie within us that we feel like we're becoming empowered and righteous, but really we're reinforcing the fact that I'm a victim. Yeah. I'm a victim of these people. They're more powerful than right, me. Right. And I'm, I'm like a victim of circumstance, and I'm just getting kicked around like a football by fate. Right. And the only remedy for me, and that's the good news is first of all the pain of that trying to stay angry and convince others to join in the yeah. the um the fact that you're right and they're wrong right takes so much energy right. and feels so heavy but the better thing is sending love works yeah i mean oh and just this morning i wrote this i heard something yes. in a course in miracles I can't believe how what you shared goes perfect with this. Yeah, let's hear it. And it goes along, like Emmett Fox, and I used to, I mean, I still hang my hat on it, this one of, in one of his writings, which is, you can have your indignation or your demonstration, but you cannot have both. Yeah, I just he just said that the other day yeah. in Around the Year with Emmett Fox, the I last could, line. Yeah, I could justifiably remain angry and upset and tell everyone else and even talk to people right. who also agree with me about right. why this or that is wrong, right. but then I'm not going to get the demonstration That's I right. want. And if you, you know, When we mean demonstration, we mean the miracle. Having the outcome I would really like to happen. Yeah. By digging in. I am not with my grievance, my indignation. Right. I'm withholding myself from the transformative effect that I really want. That's right. So this morning, I was writing to myself, you know, this is another thing. We highly recommend you get into the healthy habit of waking up in the morning and instead of putting on your helmet and racing into your miserable day. Right. You just take a moment. Do some readings from your favorite morning readers. Mm-hmm. Spend some time in meditation after you read. I like meditating after I do some of the readings because it starts getting my mind in a more optimistic flow. I'm with you there. Yeah, because I'll if I just same. wake up, my mind is telling me all sorts of stuff. And when I try to like meditate first, I'm like getting in the ring with Mike Tyson. But yeah, but right. once I start writing, like reading, now it's like me and Mike Tyson have our arm around each other, <laughs> and we're like, "Yeah, let's meditate." Okay, Mike. Mike <laughs> and, I, and Mike admits, "I'm sorry, I punched you, Daryl." Yeah. Like, okay, Mike. <laughs> so after I do my readings this morning, um, I wrote, 
to my little affirmation for myself is I allow miracles to replace grievances. And it, it reinforced this truth. As I let go of grievances, miracles occur naturally. And then something Ed was praying for me this week. Mm-hmm. What was it? What was it, Ed? Because you said I'm already. Oh, I took Lori to Universal. That's right. Theme park for her birthday because she loves Henry Potter, as I call him in our house. Ah. <laughs> and uh, Ed goes, oh, I already thank God in advance that you had a wonderful time. And let me tell you, we had a wonderful time. No one was there. For some reason, they kept putting us in the express line. They go, Beautiful. oh, you too? Right this way. And I'm like, you didn't. Okay. That's like amazing. We didn't wait for any ride. It was crazy. So Ed's reminder of thanking in advance is really what Jesus taught, what all the great spiritual leaders talk. See the end that you desire, not the battle that you think you have to fight to get to and the al- end. And also it reminds us of what um, Emmett Fox talks about, which is life really does take us at our own valuation. Yes. And it's amazing. So when you change, when you give thanks in advance, we we're valuing ourselves and our life totally different than if we're basically casting ourselves in as the person. The lines are going to be long. Like, oh yes, like as if we're like not it loved changed and we're going to be forced into all these terrible. Like we don't realize we're the one uh, casting ourselves in that role. I'm just thinking yes. about myself going into work every day. The yes. difference between the two. Yeah, and you reminded me of that. So as it, as he. Because I saw it while we were there, his text, Ed's text. So it reinforced it in my mind, and things just continually got better and better for the two of us during yeah, our experience there. Yeah. So then this oh, morning, awesome. to reinforce uh, the giving thanks in advance, so this is what I wrote in its entirety. I allow miracles to replace grievances. As I let go of grievances, miracles occur naturally. What a relief. And then I give thanks in advance and previously anticipated problems dissolve. You know, this goes perfectly with today's Daily Word uh, on the recording date, Saturday, April 30th, if you still have your copy when you hear this, was let go, let God. Because that's really what all this is about. I was just thinking yes. about it. One way or another, we got to come to grips with something that w- is akin to what people call God. That there's something greater than my little scheming mind and work here. If there's not, then... Turn off the show, pack it up. Funniest thing with Daryl and it is of no value anyway. <laughs> throw, the, throw your phone out the window and yeah. listen no more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But I keep finding more and more that there is. And it's the, I, I've been affirming the power of my word because I've been reminding one of my students who always does a lot of sass and this and that. But I think it's because he doesn't value his words. So I always say, dude, yes. your words have value, man. Listen to what you're saying. And so I think it's putting it back on me to realize that. So today's daily word, just a part of it was let go, let God. The affirmation was with a clear mind and light heart, I let go and let God. And the last paragraph said, Daryl and I both highlighted this. I remember that letting go and letting God is a dynamic process, a giving to and not giving up. I trust that when my worldly efforts are complete, I can release my concerns to the divine and await a perfect outcome in its time. Yep. You know, um, before we go to our next segment, something real quick. Yeah, we got some Um, great stuff. We still have a few minutes. um, So today, today, the recording time, we're recording this on April 30th. Yes. So this very day, I'm going to be telling stories from 
What if Godzilla just wanted a hug, leading with the heart instead of the chin? A book I have at a local bookstore. A book, a book you wrote, no less. A book I wrote. Yeah, not a book I have. A book I actually wrote, folks, <laughs> that I forgot uh, that I wrote. But the uh, So I read this this morning. So I, I framed the talk as the unexpected perks of letting go in Los Angeles. Because a lot of the stories talk about how going with the flow right. – and not and switching from striving to believing or switching from striving to surrender. Right. And when I mean surrender, surrender to the positive stream of life. Yeah, to who says. we really are for crying out yes. loud. Yes. To all of our dreams and desires. So the bookstore, though, is a little bit of an intellectual audience at this particular bookstore. Yes. They cater to an intellectual type of um, client base. So this morning, when I read the daily word for today that you just read, right. and that part, I remember that letting go and letting God is a dynamic process, a giving to and not a giving up, and then trusting right. that our desires are being taken care of. I go, oh, man, this is perfect for my talk today. Yes. And then a little bit of that, mom, my mind went, yeah, but that might scare them. Right. Because you know, they could be anti-God people at right. the, uh, the intellectual bookstore. And that, I had to wipe that out. And that's what inspired, I give thanks in advance and previously anticipated problems dissolve. Yes. Well, let's And do- now I could look forward to, wait a minute, every time I've shared this way in an enthusiasm, I had to wake up from it. Yes. Because Ed and I both agreed, wait a minute, every time we share, we share this with enthusiasm, the audience is seems to be like, oh man, that's just what I needed to hear. Totally. And it was only my previously anticipated right. perception of it all that was getting in well, the way. Well, it's like you always say, it's not what you think of me that upsets me. It's what I think you think of me that upsets me. So great job on that. Since we're flying high, let's do this reading. Let's do our three breaths and then we'll go to the break. Yes. Lowell Fillmore, who I like to keep in my library. <laughs> the bathroom, if you will. I got this. I great, think it's wait. You mean your reading room? My reading room. Your Christian. A great Christian book reading called room. the Prayer. <laughs> my Christian reading room. Yes, the Prayer Way to Health, Wealth, and Happiness by Lowell Fillmore. This is like a a Harry Potter book that they it, have. In I, their I know, and it looks Henry like Potter, it. as you call him. So anyway, I opened up to this just in time for the show. He says, "God is love, and love is always cooperative and constructive." Fear is a negative power that really exists only in the mind of the one who is afraid. Yes. It is caused by a lack of confidence in the power of love. Fear is like darkness. Love is like light. Darkness is nothing but the absence of light, and fear is the absence of love in a person's heart. When we are in physical darkness, even the light of a little candle will help us to find our way. Darkness has no power to put out the light of that candle, but there is power in the light of the candle to dispel all darkness. So it is with love and fear. Fear has no power to destroy love, but perfect love can cast out fear. Fear is a mental state of darkness, while love is a mental state of light. We fear, this is the key, what you just said. We fear something that we think may come in the future, such yes. as failure, poverty, sickness, or the punishment we're told may come after death even. But we must remember that this fear exists only in our, in our mind. And I would say, in our surface mind, as like yes, Beckwith yes. used to call it, Michael Beckwith, we to, um, we've had on the show before. He always, refer, and I'm sure it's not his term, but I think he got that from Ernest Tom's. Holmes, probably. <laughs> but like, it, it only exists in the surface of our mind because the tr- our truth, the depths of our mind is the one divine mind where there is no fear. 
God's love is so real and so powerful that we also become powerful when we express his love in all of our thoughts, words, and actions. And it's really our love is yes. so real and so powerful that we become powerful yes. when we express our love in all our thoughts, words, and actions. Because between every little, behind every little angry voice, there's just love that wants to come out. And yeah, and when it comes out, it transforms everything for it, the it, better. It brightens up the world. It and does. there's an old oh. jingle from a TV that we used to... Um, for a toy. Yes. That really uh, proved, taught this lesson very well. That's right. You ready, Ed? Yeah, let's take a breath to clear our mind. <sighs> Three breaths together. Light, bright, blessing things with light. Bright, light, blessing things with bright light. <sighs> light, bright, blessing things with light. Bright, light. Blessing things with bright light. Ah. <laughs> light, bright, blessing things with light. Bright, light, blessing things with bright light. All right, coming up next, today's guest, Jubilant John Waterhouse, brightens things up with today's daily word, free. Thank you for listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. We now return to The Funniest Thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. Welcome back. You made it through to the second segment of today's episode. Yes. Brighten Up Your World with John Waterhouse. And Ed, you have a reading from Ernest Holmes. I'm sure glad we have John here today. And not only because John was here, but it just worked out perfectly that I brought this because how great it was. And then I realized John was with us, and I said, even more perfect. So, Ernest, in I recommend this book, 365 Science of Mind. It's a bunch of daily – it's daily readings for, uh, from Ernest Holmes. Turns out John Waterhouse actually knows the person who put this together. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. And um, so on April 30th, it says, I turned my thought to joy – which I know is vibrating through all of life. Through my own being, in my innermost mind and heart, I reach deep into the infinite being and hear the song of gladness that sings through all manifestations of life. I know that it also sings in me as I give expression to it. Then I'm going to jump ahead here. Wherever I look and feel the underlying joyous note that life sings and that comes to its culmination in God's perfect life, Deep within my innermost being, I attune myself to this God-conscious being, which I truly am. That's what I love. It's just who I truly am. I permit God's perfect idea of me to be manifest, to flow forth into expression. I know that I, God's perfect child, cannot contain grief, sadness, inharmony. 
I know that in my true self I am joy, for I am God life. My life is buoyant, vivacious, sparkling, free. It contains all good. It is unity, perfection, love. And so I know that nothing can make me, the real me, sad or dejected or heavy-hearted. The way is made clear before me, and it is filled with joy and harmony. I am peace. I am love. I am power. I am vitality and strength and all good. Ah. You know, there's a story in this issue, which is the March-April issue of The Daily Word, and um, it's about a guy who sits on a bench every day in Miami to start his day. Yeah. And people, and he, he just did that for his own self before he went to work at the sanitation department or wherever it was. Right, like Just a regular right. job. Yeah. <laughs> and he was always thought of his just his life as a little ministry, just bless people with his smile or whatever. Sure, sure. And in this story, he says something that I love. And he says when he was very young in his prayer life or whatever as a kid, the thought came to him as the voice of God saying, right. Tell, let humanity know I love them. Tell humanity I love mm. I love them. And you know what? Having that within myself, yeah. like that's my real purpose, right. is to let humanity know that God loves them, mm-hmm. like I'm an ambassador of God's love. It just feels so nice, and it really does keep the worry and the concern at a minimum, and it gives me a sense of real purpose, a divine purpose, and it also heightens – I feel empowered. Yeah. You know, that that same thought Maya Angelou shared when she recognized from her teacher through Unity, God loves me. God loves me. And so did Phil Pearson. When he saw it in the Christian, he was a Christian science as a yes. kid, and he saw it on the wall, God loves us, or God loves me. And yes. that, like, it, 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 he didn't just read it, it, like, bing, went in his head. And early on in my spiritual maturity, when I started to, you know, I was raised Catholic, and I always prayed, but when my own brain started to opening, opening up to this stuff, and it, I mean, it's, it took a long time to get to the place where I would actually meet people like yourself and all these readers to actually anchor this stuff, but... It, my mind did have that moment where I was like, wow, God is love and joy. And everywhere I go, that is with me. Yes. And it was just like a, a little glass of water in my mind that I, I needed at that time to help me keep, keep stay, taking steps forward. And speaking of a little glass of water to brighten our spirits and brighten up our world, we want to thank our listeners. That's right. And we appreciate the emails, the messages. Or even the real mail, snail mail, that you could send to P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. Yeah. Or our website. You could just hit the contact to email us, and that's at DarylNed.com. But we got something in the mailbox from a a longtime um, listener who really feels like a friend of ours. And she's also been a long-term, long-time contributor right you know donating to our show and helping us to move along with it to where we are today and that's Catherine powell that's right and if you are if you are a fan of the show and you are on facebook if you go to the funniest thing with daryl and ed facebook page we do paste, post everything there and we're still um expanding what shows up on patreon.com forward slash funniest thing you can go there to get great stuff as well so anyway th- as you said Catherine powell is amazing and uh, the card says dear daryl and ed I absolutely love, Daryl, I absolutely love your article in the Daily Word. Hearing the way you transformed your life by being an ambassador of God's love is wonderful. 
and I am incorporating this into my life now, especially in a new situation I have with my dad's health. I'm excited to see how boldly stepping forth on the pathway of love is going to transform this with my dad. Ed, I wrote down after hearing you talk about it on my daily calendar, God is taking care of it. Yes. God knows the need. And that's from Mary Cupferly. Um, God will see you through. I say it many times a day, and it elevates my mood and releases fear and anxiety. I also must say one of my favorite things I've heard you guys say is that thinking like this is better for your skin and your appearance than Botox. (laughs) (laughs) Funny, true, and very relatable. I cherish your show and look forward to it every week. Keep up the wonderful and inspiring work. Love, Catherine Powell. Well, thank you, Catherine. We appreciate you. And someone that helps us continue with the work is our longtime Missouri engineer, long-distance engineer. Yeah. Oh, my God. This guy. Jeff Comfort. He's amazing. What a godsend. Our favorite audiophile. That's right. Each week, he takes us. Right into the comfort zone. Yeah. <laughs> we also like to give a shout out to the prayer line. Silent Unity. Yes, it's toll free and there's no strings attached. 1-800-NOW-PRAY or 800-669-7729. And if you have trouble feeling that or if you don't feel your life is brightening up in the moment and yep. uh, there's some anticipated uh, fears that you can't seem to shake. We right. understand. Uh, call Silent Unity because it's nice to have somebody else yep. affirm or thank in advance for you. It just it it. I think personally, just making the call, that little bit of act of hope, I agree, and faith and trust starts to open me up. Yeah, and by the time they start saying all the wonderful things in their prayer. Um, I'm already on the road to recovery from whatever it was. Yeah. You know, they really help remind me of this truth that, like, when we talk about brightening up our world, everyone can do it. There was yes. a time where I was really scared that I couldn't be one of the people that could brighten up my world. I thought there was so much wrong with me. But all those beliefs were just blinding me from the light within me. And it was being able to go inside and talking to people who are speaking from that place, like inside yes. calling silent unity or talking to John Waterhouse, which we will do in just a minute. It's just so liberating to talk to people who don't want anything from you, but just remind you like they already see the light within yes. you. They remind you it's already there. What a loving relief. So yeah, we do love silent unity. Our buddy Chico keeps hitting us up to make sure we give a shout-out to Message of Hope, which is an outreach through the Daily Word, which provides daily words to institutions, people, you know, also in Braille. Yes. And um, you can go to outreach at unityonline.org. Uh, unity is it unity.org yeah. or unityonline.org? I think it's I don't unity know what their website is. Okay, you, I, I wrote down outreach at unityonline.org. So check out Message of Hope. You can support them or you can use their services. That's for you, Chico. We love you, baby. Okay. Uh, now it's time to welcome a friend that, like Daryl said, the, the the movie we found him. Is, I mean, this is like happening. New Thought, New... No, it was New Thought, New You. This is like reaching out to Burt Lancaster. I know. Only, I'm, he's, I'm, only I think John's better looking. I agree. <laughs> and he gets younger every time. And, he, and, he's, and a, he's a science of mind minister. Yes. An amazing person. And, who actually, we learned that the word reverend is uh, something that originally was given in... When you in reverence to someone else, yes. not necessarily something that people took upon themselves, but I feel very good about um, 
giving John that title, Reverend John Waterhouse. How are you doing, buddy? Fantastic. It's so good to be with you. Amazing lights. Oh, my God. We feel the same about you, John. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, brother. So, I mean, you're the pro, man. You've been listening to the show, to the, all of our ramblings and readings. I was, we're just, we always like to ask, is there anything that's been bubbling up for you while you're sitting there listening that you'd like to share as we get started? I'm just basking in your light. I tell the people at our community every Sunday that our job is to shine our light into the world. And mm. you two have got it down. You're, wow. you're touching lives all over the world, and I'm so grateful and honored to know you. Wow, that's amazing. We really appreciate that. Yeah. People like you, I mean, we've been sort of reluctant to take on the term minister, but we realize that enough nuns, priests, ministers have told us that. we are. I mean, we actually are ministers through whatever you, that, uh, what is it called? Universal life. We've married people before. Yeah, we've married people. But now we just, uh, when we hear this stuff, because we really just want to share it the yeah. way it's been ministered to us. And that's Absolutely. why we love calling in the pros like yourself. I had a question for you. This is totally – I was looking at the, the, that Ernest Holmes picture over your shoulder, right? Yes. And I've heard Ernest Holmes speak, and he had like a very – like um, what was that? Like uh, – Entering was cadence? Like trained for – yeah, like yeah. – like, but he, he was a trained elocutionist. Yes, yeah, yeah, perfect. Yes, yeah. Which I obviously am not because I can't even find the word to describe it. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but what I was thinking, all his readings are really like joy. Yes, joy. I mean, do you ever have any? I'm sure I would. I was wondering if you had any insight about the man Ernest Holmes, like what he was like as a person. I've heard amazing stories and uh, too long for us to do today, but what he was totally in the moment with whomever he was sharing with. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, of, one of my favorite, I, let's see if I can do this quickly. Uh, he's standing on a street corner in front of a church in Oakland, California. Right. And a, a prostitute walks by mm. and he starts up a conversation with her. And he's with a colleague who's freaking out. Don't wow. talk to her. You're gonna. It's gonna mess you up. But he wouldn't listen. So he listened. He, he asked this this young girl questions and found out how lost she was and how she really just wanted to go home to Indiana. And he went and got her a hotel room, and and sent his colleague to go get her clean clothes and a bus ticket and some money so that she could go back to her family that coming to to uh, California hadn't worked out and. And uh, and turned her life around in a moment, just out of the goodness of his heart, and wouldn't hear otherwise, and would not accept that this would somehow impact him in a negative way. He was totally present with people that way. Wow! Talk about brightening up your world. Yeah. That really actually gets me choked up hearing about it yeah. because that really is like uh, that's practicing what you just said earlier before the show. Jesus being the great example rather yes. than the great exception. Yes. Having the boldness to live that way. I mean, that's like straight taking a Bible story, putting it into current times and, and living it. That's amazing. Yeah, just, thank you for sharing that. I just think of how that, good... No, I was just going to say, just think of how good that made Ernest Holmes feel. Yeah. Because, you know, we're generous. Right. I always feel so... It's like when you let the guy in in traffic right. and he does the little wave in the rearview mirror... It feels so good. so good. It's like, I love this guy. And to think I was deciding whether or not I was going to let him in. Right. I mean, right. it's crazy. Yeah. Ernest Holmes says in the conclusion of the Science of Mind textbook that he would rather 
have someone live these principles than be able to teach them eloquently. Yeah. So that's what we as teachers have had to learn. It's fine to be able to talk about it, but mm-hmm. you have to live it. And I tell every colleague I have the opportunity to, people are listening to your words, yes. But what they're actually getting from you is who you are. Yes. Right. That's what you have to do is demonstrate who you are. Let go of the idea wow. of the eloquent presentation of ideas and and live it. And when you live it, you make a difference in the world. No, I, John, I couldn't agree with you more. And you know what? The congregation or the audience, and when we mean audience, right. the audience could be one person you're meeting on a beach on a walk. Right. They feel who you are more than what you say. Right. Absolutely. You could be saying. Uh, Emerson that, said, "What what what you do speaks so loudly, I can't hear what you say." Yeah. Right. And that's what that's what we're we, we're we're becoming a little disappointed with some of the speakers we've been hearing at churches recently right. it's more like a book report and less of an example of the minister or teacher sharing their personal they, you could tell that they're living it in their own lives whether or not in that particular sermon or te- lesson they're they're sharing a personal exam- example of themselves applying it mm-hmm. you could feel the joy yes. and the yes. lightheartedness right. along with the, you know, this stuff. It's, you, yeah, you got to apply it. It takes discipline to apply it, but man, it's worth it. Yeah. Those are the guys. Like, mm-hmm. that's why mm-hmm. I can tell you really apply it um, just by your, um, your, your, your character. Yeah, your energy. Your energy. You're very kind to say that. I would tell you that they, the translation of the story you just told, Daryl, is that that's life calling you to shine your light even brighter. Right. Yes. Always. And you're doing it. You guys are doing that every single day. Well, the beauty of this stuff is, and Daryl and I talked about this, like the true calling card is not a credential or even a length of time you've been practicing in it, or even if you've read any of the, this stuff. The true calling card is do you get excited do you get excited when you hear someone else talking about it because yeah. you recognize it and you're open and you want to get excited you've made yourself of somehow you've continued to remain available or you've found a way to become available again yes. to being that childlike joy because we we get to watch you on screen while we're talking and I can see I can always tell who's lighting up and just can't wait like you know like <laughs> And we've talked with <laughs> ministers in their 90s. We've talked to you. we talked to waitresses. we talked. Yes. And it doesn't matter because that's the beauty of this stuff, too. And I'm sure Ernest Holmes experienced this all the time. And like you said, just imagine how good Ernest Holmes. He actually did the most obvious thing to someone who's in tune with their true nature, which is let love, you know, let yourself be lovingly intrigued and in- inquisitive to who someone is that walks yes. up to you and that God presents to you and let your own love and light come out, which is what we're all the only satisfying thing to really do on this in this world. Well, you know what he did, That's which it. is the toughest thing to do in that moment. It's it. it I sum it up like this for myself. It's not what you think. Right. About me that holds me back from being myself. Right. It's what I think yeah. you will think about me that holds me back from being myself. Right. And he didn't let the onlooker's preconceived idea right. of that guy was more worried about how Ernest Holmes would look in that moment. That's right. 
And thank God Ernest Holmes wasn't. That he was anchored in the – he probably did his morning – we know he did his morning routine that day. Because it feels horrible (laughs) to hold yourself back from who you really are. And that's just fear. But when we let ourselves go and express love – because that is really the true self that I'm always holding back is my loving self. Right. It's never the bully. It's never the – you know, the timid. Mm-hmm. Those are the things I put on when I start worrying about right. what others may think about me. Right. But I got to remember, I'm the one who's making up what others think about me, not me. Right. Right. 100%. And it's, it's, all, it's all an inside job. Yes. Right. That was the big relief I got, John, when I – you would think it would be the big – clobber that would make me want to give up and not want to live anymore for some people it seems like it is right hearing that it's an inside job but when i was when i was told that you know in 1986 when i was in my pits right that it's an inside job it gave me hope because i thought holy cow so if i just work on changing on the inside with yes letting go of these old beliefs yeah about myself about 100%. the world then my world will change. That means I can do – there's hope. I can do something about it. Right. Whereas before there was no hope. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. You nailed it there, Daryl. Yeah. That's right. So, John, you, you've dedicated your life to being a minister. Why do you love science of mind? Why do you keep doing this? What, is it, what, what inside you keeps, keeps you going on this trail? Well, my spiritual path started before I found science of mind, and I learned some amazing things and still use some of that today. But when I found the science of mind, what I found was an understanding of God that worked for me, mm-hmm. that I didn't have to find God outside of myself somewhere. Right. I found that presence right within me, yes. that, that, right. that presence is who and what I am. Right. And that changed everything. Yes. That opened me up to the possibilities of life that I had within me the ability to create a meaningful, productive, loving, powerful life. Right. And that's all I needed to know. And that's what I've done since. And it's worked for me every single day. And it doesn't matter what obstacles show up. It doesn't matter who doesn't agree with me. The truth is that I know who I am. And that's the most important thing I can know. Right. Oh, man, I needed to hear that. I know, because I, I, oh, yeah, I was going to say I was going to ask what keeps you excited, but I can hear the excitement in your voice. I needed to hear that because, as I mentioned earlier in this program, I have that talk later. And just hearing you affirm that for yourself, I could feel remi- it's reminding me of myself. Yeah. Like, I don't care, meaning I don't care what I think people may think. Because the real me is the loving who just wants to share joy and yeah. love and and inspiration and motivation for others to discover this within themselves too. Yes, and hearing well, someone exactly, else, and and that's my life. That's yes. my life purpose is to reveal and release the power of divine presence in everyone I meet and in everything I do. Wow! So you just demonstrated to me that I'm on course with my purpose. Do you know uh, Bill Engelhart? No, who is Bill Engelhart? Bill Engelhart wrote. We got a, a copy of Science of Mind magazine. You know the magazine. Uh, sure, I I write for it. Oh, okay, good. good. Okay. So he wrote something in one of the ones they gave us free when we. I told you we visited the the Center for Spiritual Living in Redondo Beach. How do you exactly. say uh, Doctor Fox's first name? I heard you say it earlier. Moira. Moira. Okay, Moira. we did get it right. So, 
So we anyway, we came away with this reading, and we're gonna have him on the show soon. And Good. he um, he said, "This is what it made me think. You are living and expressing what he said, which is this is not about doing more." It's about realizing that we are more. Yes. When we real, yes. that is what is just continually transforming my life. Is just that yeah. I have a place in this whole God thing. That it's not just me going out and being some sort of evangelist or something. I mean that that probably has great meaning and things, but it's not just some to tell other people about it. It's being more. It's recognizing that I. The thing that really transformed my life is that I'm a I'm a part of this. I'm. I'm an expression of this, yes. that it doesn't exist without me being a part of it. And so I love exactly. how he said it's not about doing more because I, I tried to do more and it didn't work. I just kept burning out and bottoming out and like in different ways. And, but when I started to realize that I am more and that started to inform what I do and how I do it, and maybe it makes it inform me to do less instead of more. Yeah, yeah that's, but, that's, yes. But that's to stand what it and be really. more and shine and radiate this light and remind others that they are more, like you just said, that is very inspiring. Yeah. When we recognize the light in ourselves, that's the portal that allows us to see the light in everyone else. Yes. Yeah. Amen to that. You want to read something? No, I was going to oh, say. Oh, John, uh, you have the daily word that we sent you? Ready to go. Yeah, all right, let's hear it. Thanks. I forgot said, all about it. What you just said lines up perfectly with the very first affirmation. Oh, great. Is that in this month? What, yeah, what's the date on it? Yeah, April 25th. Okay, thank you. Ready? Yes, yes sir. sir. All right. Uh, the topic here is being free. I am free to choose kindness. I may not be able to choose the way people communicate with me. But I am always free to choose my reaction to the words and actions of others. No one can make me feel or respond a certain way. This understanding is at the heart of living freely. I am free to be generous and compassionate with others. I am free to give generously of myself. I am even free to walk away. Even if something happens that causes a flash of anger or irritation, I am free to pause, take a breath, and turn within before I respond. My aim always is to share the best of me in all situations with all people. I will complete freedom, uh, excuse me, I have complete freedom to give voice to my inner spiritual nature in all that I say and do. I choose to respond with love and kindness. That's the truth. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. You know, we're getting close to wrapping up the show. Um, one thing I'd like to you just, just let everyone know where they can come find you, your Center for Spiritual Living, what and, you have going on yeah, over there. Yeah, where they could find you online, okay. too, because yeah, not everyone that. lives That's near right. you. Yeah. We're at, at uh, Center for Spiritual Living Asheville in North Carolina, western North Carolina up in the mountains. Our uh, website is CSL Asheville, and that's spelled A-S-H-E-V-I-L-L-E.com. And uh, there are tons and tons of free stuff there uh, that people can get. We have audio books and written books and uh, sun uh, classes and Sunday mm. messages, about 500 of them. And it's all uh, available at no charge. And we encourage people to go there. We actually uh, annually have over a million pages opened up on our Whoa. website. Wow. That's awesome. Daryl and Ed have to yeah. come through as well to the to your physical space. Sometime. Yeah, I love to visit you in person. Yeah, that that was come great. see us, man. We'll, we'll party. Yeah, that'd oh, be a okay. great yeah, field that trip. Really, that sounds exciting. It's beautiful where he is, by I, the way. I can hear, oh, I it is. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Up in, the, up in the 
Blue Ridge Mountain. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. John Denver uh, sang of that, didn't he? Uh, I think Blue he's... Ridge. There you go. Yeah, okay. Yes, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Well, John, hold on tight. We have, uh, we're going to oh, wrap up the show. Did you want to say something? Oh, yeah. Story, we got a nice little, we're going to kick everyone upstairs. You're going to like this little this reading. Is, these are affirmations from Words Make a Difference by Ann Sermons Gillis. And these if are a great way to brighten up your world. Yeah, just listen to these. What's the name of the book again? Words Make a Difference. Words Make a Difference. So, wow, perfect. So just listen to these affirmative words because these definitely are light brighteners, okay? Yes. These are some of the affirmations she recommends to help build self-esteem. 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 Okay. Ready? And release positive energy. Release positive energy, yes. Here we go. My life works for me. Everything I need to work works for me. Mm. My life is in perfect order. I can be safe and happy even if everything doesn't work as planned. Right. My relationships work. My Mm. career works. My mm-hmm. body works for me. Mm-hmm. Life works. My money works for me. More and more things work for me. Today, more and more things go my way. It's safe for things to work for me. My ship has come in. I find it easier and easier to move and exercise. Good happens in my life on an ongoing basis. It's safe and okay for more and more things to work for me. Therefore, More and more things work for me. Yes. Everything I touch is blessed and successful. Things automatically work out for me. All events work for my highest good. Beautiful. Excellent. That's great. You know, you can use the thing that Neville Goddard reminds us that I used this morning before I went to sleep because I woke up and couldn't fall back asleep and... You can when you hear when I hear these old beliefs active, I, I can say to myself, I don't consent to that. I don't care how long I believed it. I don't consent to that because sometimes my inner voices of doubt and fear they'll say, "But you believe this your whole life. You're not getting away from it now." I just say to myself, I don't consent to that, and then affirm some of those yes. things. Find a simple affirmation and just sit with it, and uh, it's just amazing because at the moment that I, we like open up, the light will shine. It wants to shine. It's di- it's just try. It's dying yes. if you will to come out. It's living to come out. It's bursting. Yes. I mean, John Waterhouse, you can just see it. If you go to our YouTube video, you'll see the light shining through John. And th- I mean, it, this is just, you are living proof that this stuff is worth practicing. And also, it's not illegal to let go of old beliefs. No. Some of us have a superstition that we can't let go right. of this old belief, or I've always believed that way, so it yeah. must be true. And Dr. Wayne Dyer. Yeah. Your favorite man of the hour. Yeah, you gave me that solid gold. Uh, never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. He uh, he actually says something in there that really helps yeah. us understand, you uh, know, what is a belief. He didn't say this, but in one of the other books we read, it says, you know, a belief is just an idea yeah. that has become a habit within your mind yes. to where it's now a train of thought. Right. And it's a belief. But he's, But in his case, he said, remember, you could let go of these old beliefs that... A belief is basically a a pin that your mommy just pinned on your lapel. That just pinned on your lapel. <laughs> and you could take it off and toss it and put on a new pin. That's right. And don't go ask mommy if it's okay That's to right. take the pin off. No. Go find a, someone like John Waterhouse. Watch <laughs> one of his talks. Bless mommy. Stop arguing with the people who gave you the beliefs. Bless them. Find yes. someone who's already let it go or is willing to let it go. This is not about judgment and That's fighting right. with more people. This is about 
unlocking our own light, letting it shine, and then yes. going to bless some of the very right. people that may have given us those beliefs. Because you start to see, wow. And all those relationships will improve. Ah, guaranteed. All right. So listen to this. Before John was really knew how to fully let that light shine, right? Early in his career, John Waterhouse Uh-oh. was delivering a sermon he had spent countless hours on. Uh-oh. I mean, he was chipping away at this. He, this is the smartest sermon he'd ever written. Wow. You know what I'm saying? This was like, this is going to make me, this congregation's going to be on fire. He's sure it was going to light up the congregation. Midway through the talk, John looked up and noticed a husband and wife sitting in the front row, disappointed to find that the husband was sound asleep. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Now, this young minister who knew he was, you know, right. this is not going to happen in my church, right? He walked up and said, come on, lady, wake up your husband. The woman smiled and replied, you're the one who made him fall asleep. You wake him up. <laughs> well, you know what they say, a funniest thing. The worse the joke, the more we love the guest. Hello, lads. <laughs> oh, wait, who's this? It's Billy Idol. Billy Idol? <laughs> wow. Are you going to sing this? I don't think we practiced song? together. No, <laughs> we didn't rehearse this song beforehand. Matter of fact, I forgot we were singing a song. Carefully read these lyrics because okay. these are the originals, not the ones you've heard. Okay, I'm ready. You look a little bit like my guitar player. Oh, no. Okay, you ready? When there's no one else inside, as I pray in this lovely night, I won't wait so long for my love vibration. I'm just dancing with myself. Dancing with myself. Uh-oh, oh Dancing with myself. Uh-oh. Well, there's nothing to lose and there's nothing to prove. Well, we're dancing with myself. Uh-uh-uh-uh. Visit DarylAndEd.com to find easy links to everything we do. John Waterhouse, we love you. Uh-uh-uh-uh. Dancing. Oh, yeah! Dancing with myself. Uh-uh-uh. Dancing with myself. When there's nothing to lose and there's nothing to prove. Well, I'm dancing with myself. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards.